tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Welcome, welcome to Make Your Day Count. And so to make our day count. I want to say a big shout out to all our readers this beautiful Monday morning. And as we go through the week, making our day count. Why? Because this is the day the Lord has given to us. And we choose today to rejoice and be glad in it. Well, I'm your host, Pastor Earl Beckford. And co-host, Assistant Pastor Celebration Tabernacle. Diane Robinson. How are you, Diane? I'm excellent this morning. Excited to get into this week's topic. We're continuing on with what drives your life. And today, specifically, we're going to be talking about too many lives are driven by problems. (laughs) (laughs) Too many times we are given problems, too much attention. And as we continue to look at our problems, We are turning away from looking at the solution. So it is time on this morning to turn away from looking to look onto the solution. And uh, how important that is. Uh, The solution is not the problem. It's the solution. Yes. The way out. Yes. See, so if we get the solution to what we are facing, then the problem is solved. Yes. So instead of concentrating on the problem, we should be concentrating on what? The The solution. solution. Yes. Go ahead. I was looking in the Bible. I was on Bible Gateway, and I did a word search to see how many times the word problem is in the Bible. You want to guess how many times it's in there? Uh, Let's say 100 times. One time. (laughs) In the New King James Version, the word problem is only in the Bible one time. Time. Wow. One time. Think about that now. Jay-Z said he has 99 problems, but in the Bible, <laughs> in the Bible, it only says the word problem one time. Sometimes we spend so much of our day <clears throat> consumed by problems, but in the Bible, the word problem is only used one, one time. time, and that's in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 12. When Moses says, how can I alone bear your problems and your burdens and your complaints? When he was judging between the people and they kept coming to him with the situations. So that is the only time in the New King James Version where you see the word problem in the Bible. Wow. This morning, uh, we want to focus in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. And you cannot live in this life and don't encounter problems. So we cannot live in this life and not encounter problems. So since that is a reality, what is our way out of it? And as you mentioned in doing the study, problem is only mentioned one time in the Bible. Why? Because we ought not to focus on on the problem, we are to focus on God. Yes. Focus on God, not on your problem. problem. 
And so when we focus on the problem, it multiplies. Yes. We just give that problem more strength to multiply and grow. Mm -hmm. If we focus on God, then that problem becomes uh, very, very, it's minute. That's minute. the word I'm looking Yes. For. Once we start to focus on God, the problem becomes minute. Now, God's prescription, this is it now. God's prescription for your problem is found here. And I'm going to give you four. There, there's four things uh, in uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7. See, if you read for me this morning, and then I just give the four uh, prescriptions. There, there, the prescription here, four things. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Okay, here's the first prescription. Rejoice in the Lord. Not talk about your problem. Mm. So when I'm encounter with problem, I need to focus on God. And when I start to focus on God, I start to rejoice in the Lord. Philippians tells us, my rejoicing every day. Beloved out there, let's start to rejoice in the Lord. Yes. The Lord is good. Yes, and re means to do again. again. So yeah. rejoice, refine joy again, right. find joy in every situation, rejoice. And if you notice, he, he mentioned it, it's, it twice. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice, I say. Yeah. So doesn't matter what I am facing, I need to start to what? Rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Mm -hmm. Not rejoice that I'm having a problem, but I'm rejoicing in the Lord, knowing that the Lord will help me to overcome yes. the problem. Yes. So that's prescription number one. Prescription number two, be anxious for what? Nothing. Nothing. So I have to not become anxious now mm -hmm. because of this problem. I start to rejoice and I got to get rid of anxiety mm -hmm. because when I have problem, I'm anxious. Mm -hmm. Anyone out there ever have a problem? When you have a problem, you are so anxious. <laughs> See here, but if you start to rejoice and the anxiety will leave. Mm -hmm. And prescription number three, a lot of praying. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we rejoice in the Lord, we, we, we get rid of anxiety, and we start to what? Pray. With mm -hmm. a lot of prayer. Mm -hmm. So we, while we no, just talking to God and not focusing on the problem, yeah. but start to what? Talk to God. Yes. You focus on God, and the problem will become minute. Mm -hmm. And the last one is, and now, this is the key. The peace will come. The peace of God will guard your heart now. Mm -hmm. So if I choose to rejoice, if I choose not to be anxious, if I choose to pray, then I get peace. We want peace, but you're not going to get peace unless you do those three things. Mm -hmm. So to have the peace of God that guard your heart so that I am not anxious, I am not in, in worry, I'm not in confusion, uh, I have to do these things. So that is so important. Go ahead, Dad. Yes. 
And when we're praying, we're speaking God's language. So there, there's a word for your situation. There's a word to combat your situation. So whatever your situation is that you're facing, you must find the marked word for it, the word that pertains to your situation. So you get that verse. You get a couple of verses. You write them down. You put them on sticky notes where you're going to constantly have them in your remembrance. You're going to declare them out of your mouth. As you're confessing the word of God out of your own mouth and it's cycling back through your own ear, it is washing and cleansing your mind. And this is where we fail. This is the thing that we don't do. The enemy has a way about keeping our mouth shut. So we're just praying in our heart. We're not opening our mouth, right? So the mute spirit, it says in the, throughout the Gospels, when Jesus casted out the mute spirit, the people marveled. Yes. But it doesn't give us much detail except for when that mute, silent spirit was casted out, that marvelous things took place. Wonders began to take place. So I want to encourage you on this morning to have the word of God in your mouth, coming out of your mouth, cycling back through your own ear, and it will begin to wash your mind. You don't need a whole bunch. You don't need 50 chapters. You need one, two, or three good, solid verses about your situation. And when you're praying, when you're making the confession, you're confessing the desired outcome, what you want. If you want the peace that surpasses all understanding, then you confess that. I have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I refuse to be anxious. I choose to rejoice in the Lord that God is ready to make a way out of no way. What is impossible with man is possible with God. It's the word that sanctifies. It's the word that cleanses. So get that word in your mouth and back through your own ear. Amen. And with that, we'll take a break and we will be right back. Don't go nowhere. Stay tuned new to the area or you are looking for a place to worship come visit with us at celebration tabernacle church 1010 dixon boulevard in the city of coco our sunday service times are 9 a.m and 11 a.m our children's ministry offers classes for ages 3 to 11 during both service times at celebration tabernacle church you will encounter a room full of people such as yourself who want to worship God and hear a word to bring change to their life. You can also join us in our midweek worship service every Wednesday at 7 p.m. To learn more about Celebration Tabernacle Church, contact our administrative office at 321-638-0381 or visit our website at celebrationtabernaclechurch.com. Welcome back. What drives your life? What is driving your life today? Is problem driving your life? Now, watch. I give, we give four things to, uh, for you to not focus on your problem, but to what? Focus on God. Mm-hmm. And when you focus on God, you'll start rejoicing in the Lord. You'll, you will not become anxious, and you will pray a lot, and then the peace of God will guard your heart. And Pastor Dye, you were just talking about how we talk. <clears throat> yes. We talk a lot about the problem. Yes. When we have a problem, we try to find everyone to talk about it. <laughs> 
and then we want somebody to agree with our problem. <laughs> That's exactly. So then we come into agreement. <laughs> <laughs> so we just grow the problem, <laughs> you know. But what we don't understand, the more I talk about the problem, is the more I'm growing it. Yes. Is the more I'm growing it. And you just suggested what we should be talking about is the scripture. Yes. We should have the word of God. And the word of God now will override whatever situation we are facing. Yes. Because there's always a way out. Yes. There's always a way out. The Bible is the way out. Yes. And I have to, uh, I have to be willing to search a scripture. Mm-hmm. I have to be willing now to find the answer within the word of God and apply it to my life. Yes. Yes. The altar is a place of exchange. Jesus says, cast your cares on me because I care for you. And when we look in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 through 4, and this is the scripture that Jesus brings out when he has the book open in the synagogue and he reads before the people. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance to our God. Now here's the exchange, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. So if we want beauty, we must discard the ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. So in order... For us to receive the oil of joy, we must put an end to the season of mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Then it says, and they shall rebuild the old ruins. Well, who is they? The poor, the brokenhearted, the captives, and those who were bound, and those who mourn. We're going to pick that point up on tomorrow because our time is about gone today. Amen. See you tomorrow on Make Your Day Count. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.